<laughs> Excuse me. Hey, Sarah, nice to meet you. And Rochelle's back. <laughs> Surprise, I wasn't going to come because I had uh, Colleen's um, yes. confusion of clarity. And then I thought, oh, it was only because Sarah actually wanted to go to that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I've messed up. I'm giving you two things at once. Right, right. <laughs> I thought she might have been able to go in the morning and she said, oh, I've booked in for five o'clock. And I went, Colleen, if anyone, no one else booked in, I might. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so we can do that another time. I've had okay. a catch up with Colleen about that. And Sarah's traveling. So I don't know. Okay. If the, um, okay. So we might not be able to see um, see you, Sarah. That's fine. That's a, <laughs> it's always good to. And there's Hank. <laughs> nice to meet you, Hank. <laughs> Look at that. Hello, Are you? Is that your library? Well, I haven't read all the books. There are more people in the house, but they saw them here. But yeah, yeah, that's this is our yeah. This is the, the space where we uh, read. Wow! Look at that. <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, lovely to see you, Helen. Nice to have you here. Um, and uh, so we'll wait another couple of minutes. We, Hank, where, which part of the world are you sitting? Well, I'm, I'm from the Netherlands and I live in the northern part of the Netherlands. Right. Nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. We have quite a few people from the Netherlands as part of Centropic community. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and where are you, Helen? Where are you? Where are you based? I'm in Sydney. You're in Sydney. <laughs> okay. I am. Yes. Are you? What about you? Uh, I am uh, in Yukonbeer country, which is Gold Coast. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, Coogee. Coogee. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Lovely. And there is our amazing Sarah from Tanzania. Morning, Sarah. <laughs> got two Sarahs. <laughs> Good to see you. Good morning, Christine. Hey. Hi, Michelle. Uh, yes. Uh, and so I know Benny, we're, we've got another minute before the top of the hour. Benny's joining us as well. Yep, Benny's joining us. And I'm not sure who else. We had about 26 people register, but you never know who's going to show up. <laughs> Rochelle was on the uh, early morning session today. Hey, Benny. Hello. Hey, Hello. good to see you. Very nice. We'll wait another couple of minutes. So while uh, while we're waiting, uh, let's just. Um, uh, go around the room and maybe say one or two things that's on your mind. Feeling or on your mind, either or. Hank, how, how would you like to go first? Well, uh, you might say that, uh, the, my, let's say that I use uh, the metaphor of the weather and the, 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 you might say the external weather is windy and rainy, but my interior weather is uh, warm and curious. Oh, lovely. Warm and curious. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> lovely. Hey, Paul, good to see you. Uh, uh, Rochelle, how about you? I'm uh, feeling gratitude. 
gratitude. Because somebody asked me this question this morning just before a gym class and I went on and on about, oh, oh, I'm not sleeping because of this or this is a problem. And the whole way through the class I went, start again. Just be grateful. (laughs) 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 Very good. What about you, Helen? How are you? Um, A couple of words. Healed and um, energetic, I think, yeah. Can't go out, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about you, Sarah? I have uh, travel and adventure on my mind. <laughs> yeah, travel and adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and and Benny, how are you? What's a couple of words that might throw into the mix? Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, frothy and full. Frothy and full. <laughs> nice. How about you, Paul? I'm still curious. Still curious. <laughs> Julie, good to see you. How are you? Hello. I'm really well, and you? Yeah, I'm great, thank you. Any words you want to throw in the mix? Uh, manic and grateful. Manic? Was that the word I heard? Manic and grateful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Well, thank you for being here when you're manic. Uh, Sarah, I'm not sure if you can speak. If you can speak, um, please say a word or two. Otherwise, um, uh, we're fine. Well, Sarah's traveling. Sarah B. Okay, yeah. Um, so we're um, going to get opportunity. But I, I, opportunity. Opportunity. My, my day. My day okay. has been all about opportunity. Yeah. Okay. Oh, lovely to have you here, Sarah. Thank you. So we're going to get started. Um, I'm just going to move this chair. Uh, I'm going to get started. Uh, got the recording on. Yes. Um, with a, a welcome to country, and uh, I am speaking to you from Yukonbeer Country, which is Gold Coast in uh, Queensland, Australia. And I'd like to um, pay my respects to the land and uh, its history, and hopefully its future. And I would also like to honour our ancestors of this land, but also the ancestors of this work. And I would especially like to honour the ancestor of this work that has inspired me the most, which is Buckminster Fuller. And I'd like to start with just uh, because on this day, about 24 hours ago, the IPCC released their uh, um, latest report. And I know that uh, for some of us, Sarah actively involved in this space, Sarah Scott actively involved in this space, uh, it wasn't a surprise, but... It is also um, quite a significant hmm, uh, in-your-face uh, report. And, uh, and so the relevance of this to Centropic on one level is that Buckminster Fuller, my mentor of over 30 years, in 1927, which is a very long time ago in human Um, in my human life anyway, I wasn't around then, Uh, but in 1927 uh, was looking at some of the large systemic issues of our planet, including he did an all-in accounting cost of a barrel of oil. So I want you to imagine this just for a minute, that when we do our accounting, that we actually do the all-in accounting. The all-in accounting, all-in accounting is the cost for Earth over billions of years to create this thing 
called oil fossil fuels. Bucky called it our energy bank account. The cost to create that in however we do cost metrics, if you are a traditional business doing a balance sheet, the cost for earth to create that, I want you to imagine if we took that into account, took that into account, the cost to create a tree, a single tree that then falls down and all of the effects and the fossilization and everything that happens, how much it costs to create oil before we even find it, extract it, refine it, transport it, use it as humans. And then, so there's, and then there's the after cost. And the after cost is what we commonly know as possibly pollution, which includes plastics. And Bucky called pollution stuff out of place. So things that were not considered in the cycle of uh, what in um, other language might be the circular economy, not considered in the cycle of having a place be designed into its use. And he would say, he said that eventually we would be paying the after tax of our lack of all in accounting. And I'm pretty sure that the part of the IPCC report addresses the after tax that we are paying uh, and we know we're paying. And so I wanted to bring uh, Bucky into this conversation very early because most of you, I think, will be here because you know that some of the fundamental structures of how we do things are failing, failing us, failing our grandchildren, failing our future, failing our ancestors. And that, uh, that we can do better. So Centropic was born from over 30 years of multiple factors. And one of those factors uh, was my love affair with Bucky's work. And so he set out at the age of 32 to do what was spontaneously arousable within him for the highest good of the highest number of people. And to do that without ecological offense or the disadvantage of anyone. And he wanted to demonstrate that when humans do this, when humans apply their unique skills and opportunity and work together synergistically, that not only do we create a world with a future, we are also sustained to do that. In other words, he wanted to demonstrate that there would be no such thing as needing to earn a living. So my love affair with Bucky and then my passion about bringing beautiful, big-hearted, wholehearted, brilliant people together around something that they deeply cared about for a world with a future and doing that many times and up until 2015, having that fall into a messy human heap. Familiar, who's familiar with messy human heaps, had experience with messy human heaps, yep. And so, so what I realized in this journey was how we coordinate humans is a significant challenge of how we create a world with a future 
how we coordinate humans, how we create the opportunity for brilliance in the individual to come together and be amplified by the brilliance of the collective, but also not to go rogue, that it damages what you're trying to create. And so I spent 30 years doing that and failing miserably um, and having that experience of the messy human heap. And then the other part of this is realizing deeply, and this goes back to Bucky's work, that the blueprint for the how we work is the land and the, the land we walk over, the air we breathe, the tree we sit under, the stars in the universe. Nature has figured out the complexities of coordination and viable systems and healthy ecologies and economies and does it really well. But for some strange reason, humans have decided that we have more, uh, I don't know, intelligence <laughs> and impose our way on the world versus how do we partner with nature of which we are a part, of course, we are nature. So how do we actually partner with it? How do we deploy the working laws of universe in everything that we do for a world with a future? And so in, it stands on several principles and I don't remember them all, but some of those principles are that every life including the creatures, has intrinsic value. I, I know that many of us have had the experience of showing up and not being seen or recognised for our value. And I know that most humans hunger for the opportunity to show up and contribute their value towards something that they do care about. But this is not something that's easy to do. And then if we don't have the right structure and container for that, it falls again into the messy human heap. So each living creature has intrinsic value. Most of us, most humans are good and would like to do work that we care about and make a contribution if we're given the right ecology. And that uh, some of the very things that we've been brought up, the air we breathe, some of the structures, like earn a living, <laughs> have a job, get a job, uh, make a profit as the supreme act over everything else. Uh, consider the short term versus the at minimum 100 year plan consequence. These type of things, we don't question, we've stopped questioning. And so Centropic Enterprise as a name was born out of my deep understanding that individually we have the capacity um, when we work together to actually do, and this is one of Bucky Fuller's famous quotes, rather than trying to change the existing system, build new models that make the existing obsolete. And so a Centropic Enterprise uh, leaves everything better. But syntropy is the opposite to entropy. Entropy is 
the second law of thermodynamics, which means that we're in a degenerative universe. It's still the theory that is held by science today. Bucky argued and demonstrated that in fact, we're in a syntropic universe. In other words, the earth is, is regenerative. And so a syntropic enterprise is where we leave everything better. And I'm underscoring everything. <laughs> it's an ambition. Uh, and the question is, how do we do that? How do we do this? How do we create these um, ways of engaging enterprise as a human endeavor, these ways of engaging where we can leave everything better, where we start from the ground of that possibility versus I have an idea to create a thing so I can make a lot of money or various assortments of that. Uh, and so um, that's kind of like the background framing for Centropic. Uh, the word itself, Centropic Enterprises in the Creative Commons. I don't own it. We want it to be public um, because the, the aim here is to have Centropic have Enterprise be the way that we do business. This is a big ambition, a long-term plan, probably go beyond my lifetime. And so what we do, and the masterclass is a foundation piece of that, what we do is we challenge every assumption. And so what we're looking at is we're looking at new models of accounting for value that consider at least six inputs of value and six outputs of value. Uh, we look at how we can create an Centropic world is in the process of doing this right now, a legal code that reflects the absolute integrity of what we're trying to do. This is a challenge at the moment because most uh, jurisdictions legal codes are very limited. So how do we create legal code uh, that takes responsibility for the actions that we're doing and does some of the things the legal code, if many any of you understand that, is an intrinsic part of business as usual and enables vast wealth to be gathered um, and, and uh, phenomenal corruption to occur, all legally, unfortunately. And so the legal code, how we coordinate humans how we build development into the system so that we all get to grow up together, how we think about the long-term future, how we apply the laws of uh, universe to enterprise design and human co coordination. How do we do that? How do we do that in a way that it is clear that we're partnering with versus antagonistic to? And so uh, the, what we do in the masterclass is we, we sort of like crack open <laughs> these possibilities and give people the option to explore some of these models. Many of them are Bucky Fuller's um, applied to human relationships, human coordination, explore these models. But it, that's not the end point. It's the starting point because on the other side of that is this community of practice, which is this, these extraordinary people, some of them you're about to meet, these extraordinary people who are actively building centropic enterprise. And it's not like I have all the answers, because I don't. <laughs> um, where I know we will do this is when we apply this material to our own enterprises, share best, best practices, tell stories, build stories, create uh, more and more um, mass of centropic enterprise, argue with the model, 
here's when people like us do things like this, this is what happens in communities. This is what happens to enterprise. This is what happens to human dignity. This is what happens to the future. So that's kind of what we're doing. <laughs> uh, what I'd like to do is because we do have um, some amazing grads here, thank you, who have shown up and, uh, and I'd love to hear, um, and like, I've just invited them to show up, <laughs> uh, their experience of Centropic World and how they're applying it. Um, and so, uh, Benny, would you like to <laughs> have a go? Yeah, sure. Um, thanks, for, thanks for having me. I've done, uh, I'm on Yugambe country as well. So pay my respects to uh, elders past, present and emerging as well. Um, yeah, I've done the live masterclass and then I've also done the, the one online twice. I've had varying experiences. So I've kind of got to see it in its evolution. Uh, and each time it's been a, a new building block, but the thing that's really grounded it for me has been the practice so i built a um using the the systems and the structure i kind of created something called a decelerator you might be familiar with accelerators uh you know let's try and rush these businesses through as fast as we can and extract as much out of the people in the and um so yeah i worked with murray Goldbraith, who's another syntropic traveler and uh, we, we sort of went slow on this project, on this breathing project, and we applied the principles. And it, it's really, for me, everything comes back to dialogue. So uh, Christine has a lot of wisdom um, and it's, it's amazing to sit and hear everything. Uh, but it's really when you get into the dialogue with other people who are on the journey that you'll start to really have it drop in. And that's really where the magic gets created. And uh, I think what, Christine set up is a foundation for us to as activists or business builders or whatever whatever we're doing um, to go off out into the world and apply these things and then come back and go oh <laughs> this didn't this didn't work properly like how, how is is there did I miss something and because there's a lot to learn um, but there's such a beautiful community of people doing so many different things there's always answers or there's always at least a, an, a, an ear and someone to have a yarn to so um I, excuse me highly recommend it um if you're feeling frothy or if you want to have a yarn uh off offline i'm open um yeah i owe a lot to syntropic world and christine and the crew that she's put together so i'm continually folding back everything that i'm learning um and i'm on a bit of a journey uh, myself cr trying to create um, some practical dialogue that um, will hopefully unlock this sort of one-dimensional um, capitalist single val value of money in, money out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, happy to have a yarn. Stoked to be here. And, um, yeah, happy to answer any questions. Thank you, Benny. Lovely. <laughs> Sarah, do you want to have say a few words? Sure. Hi, everybody. Um, yeah, for me, I've done two, I think two and a half <laughs> masterclasses and then the advanced, which was uh, really brain, brain stretching, uh, but really amazing to when you start to see 
kind of the laws of the universe in action. And I think that's for me has really, really resonated. I've taken a very un, like different path, an unusual path in growing my enterprise here in Kilimanjaro. And it was really interesting for me to see uh, where there were gaps in, I just allowed kind of it to flow as I built the enterprise and allowed that intuition and gravity and uh, principles of the universe to lead me, but there were gaps missing. And so when I came across Centropic and the Centropic enterprise, it really filled those gaps um, for me to really kind of drive that through all elements of my business and my organization. So, um, and one of them for me was something called the Centropic Audit. <laughs> and it's really an opportunity for all those engaged in enterprise to show what they're willing, able, uh, and what, what are the three words there, Christine? <laughs> willing, able, and- Do you have the capacity, to, willingness, and desire? Yeah. Yeah, and desire to give. And it's what you want to give and then what you want to get out of. And it's very, it's very structured in these 12 uh, domains. And for me, that was one of the big missing links in my enterprise because I worked a lot with volunteers and we didn't have that structure. There was a lot of reciprocity but it often fell in a mass human heap uh, because we didn't have these kind of structures and very clear. And yeah, so there was just like one after another in this learning process um, of Centropic. Um, I've been able to, yeah, put more structure in uh, the work that I do here and the immense growth both locally and globally uh, for our uh, enterprise uh, has been extraordinary. And I really believe that this has a lot to do with the frameworks that I've been able to put around it. Um, and I don't say, found, yeah, but the foundational principles been able to put around it that I learned through Centropic. So yeah, I talk about it a lot in the work that I do and I share it with friends and, and uh, colleagues and, and hope to see this, uh, these principles like really become ubiquitous um, in support of Christine's vision. Hmm. Oh, well, thank you so much, Sarah. And Sarah is uh, in Tanzania. We've got a lovely community there, which I'm really um, delighted one day, hopefully, we'll be able to actually go there in person, <laughs> have our first Centropic uh, community event <laughs> in Tanzania. We've already selected the bottom of Kil Kilimanjaro. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Rochelle, did you want to have a few words? Yeah, sure. Um just going on from what Bernie was saying about the application, um, I did the masterclass twice and it was sort of probably well into the second masterclass and then I did the advanced course that I started to actually apply the concepts. And I think that needs to take time because um, I'm sure some people would look at it and not give it enough time. I don't know if you have an attrition rate where people just go, no, nah, this is too much. But um yeah, I'm really glad that I had the space and then the opportunity to sort of revisit things and then actually start to see it apply. And now I'm quite on the journey. Um, I've gone from building our own business that we always, I always had heart to do business that was good, but I don't think there's, yeah, there's nothing like only like in doing Centropic that I actually learned how to put that into practice. So yeah, it's definitely the application and um, and then when I was starting a brand new business, which was like I didn't want to copy off anything, but I needed that um, 
I needed some sort of grounding, like it was building the, the initial concepts in that, that actually gave it a foundation. So now, yeah, we're well into, um, into along with this business, we're uh, applying things like the synergistic audit and finding that if people, like you're almost apologetic because it's a big process, but if people actually take the time to do it, the, the um, feedback and the experience is amazing. So I'm really hoping to delve into that more. Um, but even, even that, you didn't really understand it until you did it. So um, if there's any sort of feedback, I suppose, um, it's just that it will make sense at some time. And then, yeah, it's certainly my yeah, guiding guiding principles going forward with our with our business and I'm just looking forward to applying it more with more people so what I was saying this morning as well is sometimes you can get a little bit too excited and it's it's like telling somebody like the comedian's jokes when you're sort of trying to repeat them back and it just doesn't sound right <laughs> so it takes really learning and, and embedding the principles in your own life before you can sort of start to to help you know pass it on to others but yeah no I've certainly taken I've, I've gone on a long journey since I first did the master class this time last year to, to now so yeah it's been fantastic thank you Rochelle and just to let people know that what we do uh, because the material is uh different and and uh it, there's a familiarity to it as well because we're applying the laws of universe to what you're doing it's just so we're dealing with that every day, uh, but we've never really thought about applying them to how we do enterprise design and human coordination. But we do invite people who have uh, graduated uh, to come back and repeat uh, <laughs> however many times they like at the moment, it's, it's open door. Uh, and uh, as um, most people take us up on that, uh, and that's why you hear that some, some, uh, some of our participants have done it more than once. And it is very definitely an application. Uh, we, we talk about you, you don't learn to uh, ride a bike or surf a wave by reading the manual. You gotta actually get on the surfboard and ride the wave or get on the bike and ride the bike. And so until you do, it's just a nice theory. The, the moment you start applying something like the synergistic audit, uh, which is the tool that has been mentioned already, uh, it is the same as, it, it's that same sort of experience that you have the first time you get on a bike and go, oh, <laughs> oh, now <laughs> uh, the manual wasn't going to help me. <laughs> I, had to, I had to wobble a bit or a lot uh, and so on. Um, uh, so yeah, the beautiful thing about the synergistic audit, uh, which is a, uh, sometimes a challenging tool but we're not afraid of challenges because uh if we want a world with a future we've got to do a little bit of heavy lifting and i don't apologize for that uh it doesn't mean that it's not a um beautiful process and when you do it with a collective of people it's an exquisite process in actual fact um uh, benny uh and uh, and steve who was on the call this morning are creating a uh, we're doing a pilot of an event that they're creating around the synergistic audit uh, which um, the pilot is happening on this Thursday. It's kind of like a dinner. Uh, and this is one of the things I love about this community is the opportunity for people to take some of these models and tools and put their own sort of like 
experience and inflection and brand and uh, and um, <laughs> ideas on it because that's the only way that it's going to work is when it gets out in the world in, in ways that um, serve all the many variations of humans that we have. So um, <laughs> yeah, we're really looking forward to that experience on, uh, on Thursday. The other thing that we have as part of Centropic is the, um, the Trust Manifesto. It, we mentioned this earlier today, and uh, if um, it's actually available for download on the website, uh, it's in the Creative Commons, but a lot of the work that we do on the masterclass is how to build a Trust Manifesto equivalent for any human endeavor, whether that's the, uh, the group of people working in a voluntary capacity for uh, the uh, raising funds for the school, or it is to build a large-scale multinational. Uh, if you don't have a structure to coordinate humans, then you're likely to get a messy human heap. So I wanted to, um, I know that what Paul who's a graduate uh, uh, here, and if you wanted to say anything, um, Paul, by all means, you're, you're welcome to throw your two cents into the ring about your experience with Centropic. Well, um, I'm afraid that I don't have time for two sentences. Um, it needs a little bit more. Um, so Sunday morning when I get up, guess what the first thing is what I'm doing. I'm reading Christine's news newsletter. And that gives you enough food for the rest of the day. There is so much in those, and I don't know how much time you are spending to, um, to write these newsletters, but it is really uh, profound and I love them. And I keep them all in a secret place and to go through it and to read it and to digest it. And, you know, and if I bring that in, in, in connection with what Benny said, and I like the term decelerator, um, I just, uh, um, wrote an article about the problem that we have in the exponential times, and that is that we are moving to a kind of what I call um, a hyperbolic discounting. And that is a kind of a bias that means that everything is kind of short termism. Uh, everything has to be fast, 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 and we don't have time to think. And, um, and, and I connected that with uh, system one and system two thinking of Daniel Kahneman. That's exactly what is, what is happening. We are very emotional and fear of missing out. So we have to make quick decisions. And I think that the exponential technologies are contributing big time to that. So we don't have time to really think. And then you are getting to a a masterclass and then an advanced course with um, uh, Centropic. And then all of a sudden you see, well, you are starting to think, well, everything is connected. Whatever you do, things are connected. Things are not in itself. Whereas we tend to look at the things in itself as if that is the truth or if that is the, the reality. Well, it is reality for a part. But if you bring that in connection with the context of what that piece of reality is at that moment, things are changing. And 
what I see all the time around me, we don't have time to, to see that context because that, that costs energy to do that exercise in thinking. And my, my thesis in that, that article, and there will be more about it, is that um, we are creating a world of abundance. And the only thing that is scarce is time. How, how, how stupid is that? You know, and, and when I'm coming back to, and, and that is really deeply, deeply irritating me, um, is that IPCC publishes report and all of a sudden the world is in panic. Hey guys, we already knew that. And now you have to have a wake up call. And I bet you that wake up call lasts for probably two months and then it's business as usual. Because we are not in it. We don't see the connections. We don't see the bigger picture in what we are doing. And I think we are in a collective sleep around the world. And how can you keep people awake in what we are doing? And then you are going to Centropic and all the time, everything, every discussion that we had is that wake up call in a different way, in a, in a, in a, in a new context and whatever, but it all connects to that same one thing, universal laws. And, and, and we don't see it. And that is what scares me. Uh, and we are just running as blind people on everything that moves around without really thinking. And thank you, Benny, for decelerating. And I think we, we, we have to pay more attention to that. We need time for ourselves, but we don't have time. Nice, beautifully wow. said, Paul. That was amazing. Thank you so much. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Beautifully said. And it takes me uh, a lot of time to write that newsletter. <laughs> and and I've had Betty Keep edited. going, keep going. Yeah, I've had Betty do some editing. Colleen uh, does editing for me. So, uh, yeah, it gets, it gets some views, but thank you for that. So um, I'm going to open to questions uh, if anyone has any questions at all of me or um, anyone from the community. Uh, I'd be more than happy to answer them. And yeah, so this, that's really how this is going to move forward. Some questions, um, I can tell you a little bit about the masterclasses and so on, but yeah, that's... So Helen or Sarah, Hank, I know that any questions at all? I just wanted to know um, the mix of the live. I think think, think there were yeah. a couple of different packages. Could yeah. you just explain those? Yeah. yeah, that's a great question. I know I've only just launched that. Uh, we started off the history started off with uh, fully live, as in in person, <laughs> and Benny attended one of those, and, <laughs> and then of course we uh, went uh, online um, Zoom in May last year. Uh, which has been amazing because it's enabled us to have graduates all around the world. Um, we now have, and I've launched the on-demand version, which is going through its beta trial. Uh, part of the reason that we have the three levels, um, just for the context, is that it's really important that this work is accessible to people. Um, I've never prohibited anyone from joining with financial constraints. Uh, we do get 
um, people who have financial constraints um, to, to do the synergistic audit so that there is a value exchange uh, because it's time that we honoured value in a completely different way. Uh, but I've never let anyone who's genuinely interested in taking the work have money be an issue. Uh, the digital on demand is 100% on demand. And, uh, and so it's, it's you do it in your own time. You it's a process. You have to complete the process in order to graduate. Uh, and so at, at graduation, you have same access to community as anyone else who does any of the other versions of the masterclass. <clears throat> But it's a it's an, it's and that's the most affordable way to do it. Obviously, the the hybrid version uh, is uh, going to be a eleven week process. So a lot more flexibility around time of the material, but still quite a high degree of connectivity. Um, the opportunity for some really good Q and A, uh, but small groups, um, more online. So it's a it's more of an asynchronous online experience with deep connection. Yep, and that's kind of like the middle. And then the live, uh, that the, we've got two scheduled uh, September 14th, which is at this time uh, on a Tuesday, uh, and then the October 5th, I think, um, which is a Tuesday Australian time at 10 o'clock. Um, so we do two versions of the live for, um, to make sure that we cover all of the world. For Australia, it works <laughs> both times, uh, but um, for the rest of the world. And, uh, and they will be the, um, so the live is 100% live. And it's how Sarah and Paul and Benny and Rochelle have taken the class. It's 100% live. And, um, and it's over eight weeks. So it's kind of like a compacted experience every week. Uh, next year, the live masterclasses are going to become the premium. So we're going to, that's going to go to a higher price point. Just, this is just from a timing point of view because we're, there's a lot of other classes that we're teaching as well. Um, so next year, that's going to become the premium. And the, the hybrid version, which I'm really excited about, it'll be a beautiful experience. It'll be the, the, the same, sort of same price point as the, um, the current live masterclass. So if you want to take the live masterclass, um, and you want to do it at the right price, then, then this year is the right time to do it. Uh, but otherwise, the hybrid um, is the version. Yeah. And there is a chart on the MasterCard with all of the different things. Uh, I've, I've taken a, a hybrid type of experience, and it's actually really beautiful. But the, it's the asynchronicity and the connectivity, uh, plus the opportunity from, for some really deep Q&A. The live is... Uh, all of the material, by the way, once you register for, um, so for example, if you register for the live masterclass, you can access all of the material, which is very similar to what's on the on-demand, but with the live, you can access it whenever you want. So you can do it in advance. Some people watch that material uh, before the class. Some people never watch it. Some people go back to it, you know, for reference. So it's just there. Um, and as I said, whichever version that you take, you can repeat as many times as you want. And uh, if you want to up, up, sort of upshift from one to another, you're welcome to do that as well. Did that answer the question, Helen? Thank you, yes. Um, <laughs> and do people need to have a business already or? No. No, okay. No, no. Uh, 
we cover a lot of material, including human relational communication. Any So if you're involved in relationships with anybody else doing anything, <laughs> um, there'll be value. <laughs> Uh, if you're if you're incubating an idea, but it can also be if you're working on a team with other people, if you're really supporting another uh, another enterprise, and uh, um, so we have you know we don't expect everybody here to be building their own enterprise. We have uh, quite a few people who are the amazing team workers um, that every enterprise needs. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're not we're, it's not. And, and how to do that and, and just some of the many tools for coordinating humans, thinking about things differently, considering your own value, uh, you know, all of that sort of stuff. So there's personal development stuff in there as well. Yeah. Thank you. That's a pleasure. Does, did, did anyone have anything to add to, I'm not sure if to anything that I've just said to Helen? No, I, I was, thinking um, uh, Christine when you were talking and about all these programs you know and I want to share that also with the, the, the people on the call here um, if you go into these these master classes and and whatever Christine is doing um, you you get a feeling of what is the structure actually what 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 what, what are we going to do here and that is basically because Christine is, is um, um, answering questions. And once she is answering questions, there is an, a library or something in the back of her head that is opening um, to, to point on things that are connected. But if you are not really concentrated, you are losing the path. And, um, and that is how it, how it how it works it, it gives you a lot of thinking and also again how how complexity works and how complexity is in reality and while while i experienced that and it is not a judgment of good or or, or, or bad it is how i conceive it and how my brain is flashing all over the place i think what i was thinking is um we have a topic in the world, a topic that is important for humanity. And let's just say, gene editing and, and everything around it, now placing in the ideas of Buckminster. How, how would that work? If we get these of kind of world-changing topics placed in that kind of thinking, what does that mean? Um, and that's what actually what I'm trying to do. Um, and and to make it to make it even more complicated, I'm I'm one of the things that I'm writing about is um, how we are connected in our um, um, evolvement as human beings. Eventually, how are we connected to bacteria? Hmm. Because that is our those are our far ancestors. So what did we inherit from them? Whereas we are existing for about 90% of bacteria, what, what does that really mean? And um, then put it in the context of Buckminster, what are the relationships? That gives me a structure. 
And I always come back to that tetrahedron. Wherever I go, I see that F mm -hmm. thing. <laughs> tetrahedron. Yeah. Just, <laughs> tetrahedron. We get to build I see tetrahedron. That thing. <laughs> I see that thing everywhere where I go and what I see and what I hear. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> and yeah, Rochelle? There's just one part I felt like I left out before that probably one of after I got all the concepts and application, um, one of the most helpful things that um, I've found is that that Centropic and Christine has been the exemplar of the model. So I have sometimes apologised and asked permission to say, can I have that idea? And she's like, that's the idea. But um, it's been yeah super helpful to know how to go forward by seeing how things can be done and taking a stand for things when you may not have if you didn't realize what's possible <laughs> so yeah yeah thank you and uh, the exemplar makes mistakes emulate this so I, I know i'll make mistakes too the exemplar <laughs> makes mistakes and gets a knickers in a knot and can be uh cranky too <laughs> and and uh it's held to account thank goodness by the and, and also <laughs> and also Christine um, for people who are new um, I, I accidentally I, um, I I bounced at, at a book uh, about uh, Buckminster that is quotable quotable and that is a book only with quotes of Buckminster so right. if you wanna if you wanna get familiar with the the weird terms that he is using sometimes then yeah. go to that book and it explains. Yeah. All right, oh, nice. Normal Thank language. You. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Any other well, questions? I, no, I don't, yeah, have, no. I don't have much questions because I find all the material you provide very clear and very, uh, well, so it's, it's not that. I only am very glad that I found you because I'm on a journey, you might say, in, in, in sustainability land moving from, you might say, uh, sustainability towards regeneration. And, uh, and, and also in terms of, of yeah, you might say, all kinds of uh, indicators and metrics from GRI towards what, we, what I call uh, context-based sustainability. You have to have context in place as well. But that is, I think we are now at, at, at the moment of making another leap and that is towards uh, using an energy lens and looking at all kinds of things. So uh, I think we have to combine a regeneration with energetics, you might say. But, uh, that's, at least that's how I call it. And there is no place to learn that. And uh, it's a wonderful gift, uh, Christine, that you have met this man, uh, Bergminster Fuller, mm -hmm. and that you are able to, to provide us with concepts and, and uh, ideas uh, you might say to make that work, work because i really think that that is the way we have to go and we and we have to uh yeah you might say to embrace that and complexity and energy and to make that uh, available and, and 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 to to use that as well in terms of uh, uh yeah you might say organization although my focus is more and more shifting away from organizations toward bioregions because i think that that is the main uh, uh, focus we should have that we should move towards uh, ecosystems and that is I think uh, very important so I hope to learn that and and, and that is uh, 
uh, yeah, my pensioner. So I hope to uh, be able to spend the last years in order to to also uh, deepen and broaden these insights and to try to uh, to uh, to to use that to find some kind of prototype to to prototype some things and to see how that can work. And what I really like, and then I'll stop, is that it's not not only about you might say the whole uh, shift from sustainability to regeneration, but you can't do that unless you develop yourself. And I like the, the, the things that I'm hearing uh, about knowing yourself. And it's also about vertical development. You have to, you might say, to enlarge your own consciousness as well in order to be able to do this work properly, I guess. So yeah. I also hope to become better in that domain as well, following your master class, becoming a better. <laughs> <human>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all of that, all of that. Thank you very much, Hank. Um, and uh, so glad that you did find us. Uh, and you're absolutely right. This is um, uh, this is a multifaceted, and we're still learning. You know, this is this is a learning domain as well. So, um, as I said, we don't have all the answers, but we have. Uh, it's the it's the application of when you say the principles. I'm talking about the principles of how universe works, not mm -hmm. not Christine's principles, <laughs> but the principles of how universe works. And uh, and when we when we honor uh, principles that have been uh, working and effective for billions of years, uh, and enterprise. So enterprise, just to speak to your, you know, this is not just about business and 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 so on. It's actually about humans coming together to do anything, including creating ecologies, um, and uh, and building um, places to live and grow up and be families and stuff like that. Because the human interrelationship uh, is going to be there even in that experience. And also the ecology between the humans and uh, and the, the relationships between humans and the land and the trees and the birds and you know, that, that relationship as well. So, um, uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons why the word enterprise was selected was it's any human endeavor. Um, yeah, it goes across it goes across everything. Now, any other final questions from anyone or comments? Any at all? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna head off, but I'll just say um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, having a few more syntropic travelers on board, and I've loved the questions and what and your inquiries. And um, Hank, you have six million books behind you, so it looks like you you you're well read. Um, so I'm well, I'm really I, looking I forward to. I, I really haven't <laughs> read them all. So. That's all right. <laughs> um, so yeah, looking forward to, to journeying with you all because it really is a journey and who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, but it's, it's really great that we've, I feel held when I'm on a centropic call and I'm with all of you. So gratitude, peace out, catch us later. Thanks, Benny. Thank you. And, um, we, we're probably going to close anyway, unless anyone has got any other questions or comments or anything like that. Anyone got anything to say? No. Well, I do hope um, uh, that I get to see uh, see you at some stage. Uh, please shout out if, if there's any other questions we have to answer. So good to see you, Paul. Again, thank you. We've missed you. Lovely to meet you, Hank. <laughs> thank you for being here, Sarah and Michelle. Lovely to meet you, Helen. And Sarah, was. Um, I'm glad that you could join us. I hope it was valuable. Mm -hmm.
Thank you very much. Have a good evening mm -hmm. and day uh, to Thanks. different parts of the world. Thank okay. You. Take Bye. Care. Love you guys. Bye-bye.